great to be back here in the studio after uh, vacation. I was down in Florida with my family. We flew back yesterday. And I got to tell you, Jim. I was a little worried to get on a plane, though, after seeing that story uh, about the Alaska Airlines flight Yeah, from last Friday. Uh, just a chunk of the side of the plane ripped off. Yeah, they, mid-flight. They, they call it a plug door, and it's essentially an emergency door, and it ripped off mid-flight. And when I first talked to, I talked about the story yesterday when I was first reading it, I thought it was an old plane. It was a brand new plane. It was two months old, like basically fresh off the factory line. Like I thought it had been around. You hear Alaska Airlines, you'd think it's been around the country a few times. Yeah. But it was a brand new Boeing jet, and somehow the door flew off. That's not good. Nobody hurt, though. Crazy. Yeah. Miracle. Luckily, because when I get up to go to the bathroom on an airplane, I'll often uh, you're waiting for the person who's in there to finish up, and you're standing right next to the door of the plane, and you kind of you'll, you'll look that thing up and down and, and just imagine what if yeah. that thing ripped off? You I look was... at the red handle, and you have like a f- weird thought. Oh, I should just pull it. Okay, relax. <laughs> But nobody was hurt, which is good news for the people over at Apple, because I think they've got uh, their next Apple iPhone campaign (laughs) written for them. Uh, Somebody found an iPhone that got sucked out of the Alaska Airlines plane, fell 16,000 feet to the ground, and it still works. The screen wasn't even cracked. I dropped mine off my bed once (laughs) onto a wood floor and it broke. Yeah. I, I guess it just fell the right way. Landed on some grass. Didn't or something? land on the corner of <laughs> the phone, or but uh, yeah, this thing was found by a guy who posted a picture. It had uh, a on the on the phone when you opened it up. It had like a baggage claim from that flight. Yeah, there was no lock screen on it somehow on the phone. So it is confirmed to be from. Uh, Alaska 1282. Now, the door was found as well. They finally found the door in some guy's yard. (laughs) Didn't land on anybody. There's another factor that could have been tragic, but... uh, Still, somebody's yard is pretty close. Does he have to give it back, or is it a finder's keeper situation? I think, I think if, if, yeah, if it's in your, on your property, come get it. You got a question, ask a lawyer. Question about custody or his neighbor. Ask a lawyer. Ask a lawyer. Ian Snedden is here. He is a an accomplished lawyer. Family law is your specialty, Ian. Yes. Yeah, I'm certified as a specialist in family law. But you will take Calls about anything. one 833 Taz and Jim is our number. And this is more of an anything call. Um, I'm not sure if this gentleman wants his... Do you want us to use your name or do you want to be anonymous here? Uh, I'll just stay anonymous, I guess. Okay. Uh, wild story. Go ahead. Take it from the top. Sure. Um, so about three years back, I was uh, in an altercation with someone who uh, ended up biting me on the wrist um, because he was trying to steal something and I was uh, fighting him for what he was trying to steal. What was he stealing? Anyway, uh, he was trying to steal the license plate off my truck to put on a truck that he had already stolen. Did you um, know this person? I did not know. Okay. So, so he bites you. To steal your license plate. Guy bites you. Go on. Yeah. Bites me in the wrist. Um, about a week later, I get horribly sick and uh, have to go to the hospital. And this is during the height of COVID. So they thought it might have been during uh, that. 
Anyway, it ends up leading to a blood infection, a lung infection, and then no. a heart infection. That's terrifying. So I was in the hospital for 12 days, off work for about four or five months. No um, way. Was the guy's name so, Dracula? Holy <laughs> cow. Do you have rabies? I, I hope so. It might be easier to find him if that were his name. But mm. So you you uh, have not found this guy. This is like if a, if a stray dog bites you and you don't know, you know, you got to go get your shots mm. because you don't know well, what the dog was, has. He was He was apprehended at the scene, but as far as I know, he probably got released or something like that. Anyway, I was just wondering if there was, like, any point in trying to claim, like, missed time off work, like, by pressing charges or if it's that ship was sailed kind of thing. When did this happen? Mid-COVID, right? Or Yeah, November 2020. I mean, if anybody's owed money, it's, you can, but will this guy pay you? Will you be able to yeah, get the, the money out of The guy's of stealing license plates, you know, and, and trucks for a living or feed his habit, whatever he, he's doing it for. What's the chance that you're going to get paid? Ian, what would your thoughts be if this case was presented to you? Well, you, you'd need a personal injury lawyer. So if you, um, if you spoke with uh, Jen Chapman over at Brown Video Donovan, my new firm, she could see if there's anything there. The problem is, as, as uh, Taz is saying, don't know if this guy has any money. What I don't know is whether insurance might cover something. I'm thinking of a case from a long time ago, many, many years ago, where somebody had, this is obviously not as serious, but the person deliberately was having uh, intercourse with people and had AIDS and knew it and was charged criminally for right doing because so. he was he was having sex and he was giving people right. HIV. I remember that. Yeah, and so I don't know if this person knew he had COVID, all the biting. I I'm, I don't or pra- whatever he did have that caused all your problems. If he was aware of it, that might be a liability thing. It could be. So I, it's not. My area, but also if you're just biting somebody, I think that's enough. (laughs) You can't just go around biting people. (laughs) Yeah, that's no matter how bad your saliva is. It's it's definitely an assault Mm -hmm. for sure. The question is if there's anything more there. And uh, speak to a personal injury lawyer. Jen Chapman is a name I can give you, but uh, any personal injury lawyer could could help you out there. But what would you think in terms of getting paid? If somebody, well, I, if, is it even worth his time to pursue if this guy doesn't have any money, which it, it seems like is a real possibility? Well, probably. Although with the American election, I have no idea what some rich people will do. So, uh, well, I, I forgot to mention also that uh, I actually might end up having to get surgery just to get uh, a valve in my heart replaced because it's deteriorated. Oh my God. Just from a human bite. And, and are they saying it's from the guy who bit you? They're, like the doctors have yeah. traced it back to that. There's a medical, uh, you know, history and, and uh, dots can be connected to the bite they, causing your problems. They couldn't confirm it con- uh, directly, but it's, it's the only thing that happened then. Like, yeah. You it's know? definitely worth talking to a personal injury lawyer. Okay. All right, man. Uh, we're glad uh, that you're doing okay, and we hope your health continues to improve. Perfect. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, and watch your license plates, man. This yeah. is why they say everyone's like, oh, if I caught someone stealing my car, I'd do this, I'd do that. It's, sometimes it's just best to let them run away with it. Yeah, but I'm glad you at least beat the guy up, hopefully. Like, yeah, did I, did I, you get I, a few I good ones in? Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice. I wouldn't say I regretted it either just because of that. Yeah, good man. <laughs> and did you tell the co- cops that he fell when uh, they showed up? Oh, he oh, bit yeah. me and then he <laughs> slipped on something and fell. 
you know, if it was a dog yeah. bite, it would be easier. I could, you know, dog Probably. bites. So, I don't know. This is this is a unique case. I haven't heard this before. He's going to pay you strictly in license plates when you, when you win? <laughs> there was another dump of Epstein documents last night. Mm. Damage control for a lot of high-powered people around the world. Uh, Bill Clinton starting to think he might be a bit of a perv. Yeah, this guy. Who I thought he just played the saxophone and was a fun fella. There's no indication. <laughs> but he's all over these things. Uh, Trump is mentioned. You got uh, uh, the latest. You have um, Richard Branson mm-hmm. now that has been mentioned in there. The w- weird one was Stephen Hawking spending time Dude. at Epstein Island. My goodness. If the accusations are accurate as to what he liked watching, it's one of the weirdest things I've ever like. Like I, I like I never could have written something down or, or made something up in an improv scene that could have been as weird as that. You know what I mean? It's so specific. It was, it was basically. I'll just say it. It's it's weird to say, but it was little people doing advanced equations on a too high up chalkboard. That's what he liked watching. Naked little people doing advanced math equations on, on a chalkboard that was too high for them to reach. So they'd be on their tippy toes? <laughs> this, these are allegations, so I don't know what's true. And the man's dead, so he can't defend himself. But right. it sounds so bizarre that I, I can't believe it's not and true. very specific. It's so specific. You can't, you can't just go anywhere for that. <laughs> There's one place in the world, and he found it. Wow. Uh, yeah, you got Prince Andrew maybe being cut off by King Charles. He's, what took so long? He's ha- well, I don't know. Now, now they're saying, okay, your name's mentioned too many times in yeah. this thing. Forty-two. You had forty. Now it's forty-two <laughs> mentions. Strike a hundred and eight, yeah. Prince Andrew. Um, someone who is not on the dump that happened last night. New Epstein documents. Jimmy Kimmel's not in there. Despite the fact that Aaron Rodgers uh, insinuated that he was on ESPN last week, uh, Kimmel then threatened legal action. He wasn't on the air last week, but he was on the air last night, and he really laid into Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself. Because he had success on the football field, he believes himself to be an extraordinary being. He genuinely thinks that because God gave him the ability to throw a ball, he's smarter than everyone else. The idea that his brain is just average is unfathomable to him. We learned during COVID, somehow he knows more about science than scientists. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate, someone who never spent a minute studying the human body is an expert in the field of immunology. He just put on a, he put on a magic helmet and that G made him a genius. It's, Aaron got two A's on his report card. They were both in the word Aaron, okay? We got a text message here from one of our listeners. It says, hey, Taz and Jim, speaking of football, what do the Chicago Bears and Jimmy Kimmel have in common? They're both losers who got owned by Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Looks like Jimmy can dish it out but can't take it. Now, that's funny. Now, I don't, I don't think it's cool accusing people of being pedophiles, number one, which Aaron Rodgers kind of insinuated. But Jimmy brought it on himself. Like, Jimmy made fun of him first for being interested in the Epstein list. And then it got brought up to Aaron Rodgers, and he goes, more or less, well, is Jimmy worried his name's going to be on the list? Not cool to put it out there on, on, on like, a big, massive platform. But Jimmy kind of did bring it on himself. Jimmy does dish it out, for sure. And he dished it out again last night. 
But you're right. If somebody accuses you of being a pedophile, what are you going to keep your mouth shut? <laughs> yeah, like you're going to clap you, back. You have to defend but so yourself. Does, but Aaron Rodgers has the right to defend himself too, I guess. This is how Kimmel wrapped it up last night. If you are a member of a group that think it's okay to randomly call someone a child molester because you don't like what that person has to say, maybe you should rethink being a part of that group. Yeah. And Congratulations to Aaron Rodgers, who has done the impossible. He made the New York Jets look even worse. Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page turns 80 today. It's astounding to think about the number of guitar riffs this guy's given us. Nineteen forty-four. Sorry, uh, James Patrick Page was born. James Patrick Page. One name off from your name, James Patrick Kelly. Yeah, I knew I liked this guy, Jimmy. <laughs> Old Jimmy Kelly. Uh huh. This frustrates me. What? Picked up the guitar around age twelve. Took a couple lessons, but basically taught himself how really? to play. Really? Isn't that wild? Wouldn't that be nice? Huh. That's cool. You just figure it out on your own. Your brain is just wired the right way. Your fingers are the right length, dexterity. Yeah. Well, it's funny because back then it would be so much harder to teach yourself how to play guitar because now with YouTube, it's it's incredibly, I wouldn't say easy, but it's very convenient. Back in the day, you just have to listen to the radio. And then try to figure it out. Yeah, you don't have your your guitar tab uh, yeah. app on your phone. Sure, he had a book here and there. Maybe he'd learn to read music, but man, not easy. What a legend, Jimmy Page! Happy birthday, eighty years old today. Peacock. I wanna see your peacock. 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 Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? It's time for sports with Devin Peacock, our sports guy. The Michigan Wolverines are NCAA football champs. Hail, hail, Michigan. They are the champions of college football 2023. For the first time since 1997, uh, the Wolverines have won it all. I hate how 1997 is a long time ago now. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you used to be like, oh, they haven't won anything th- since 1945. Wow, what a drought. Now it's 1997. Wow, that was almost before the internet. <laughs> it was a long time ago, guys. You know, that was before Y2K. Sure. <laughs> before, uh, you know, all the iPhones, before iPods. 
before. Uh, yes, I know. It was, it was a long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's felt like probably even longer for uh, Wolverines fans because they're passionate about their football. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has been Michigan's head coach for the past nine years, hadn't had any real success in the playoffs uh, until this year, and they just rolled everybody. I mean, they overcame a lot to win this. So uh, people may re- remember uh, that Jim Jim Harbaugh was suspended three games recently because of the whole spying and signs thing. He started the season missing three games because of some recruiting violations as well. So of the 15 games they played this year, he missed six of them because which, he was which suspended. They overcame all that cheating yeah, to yeah. win. <laughs> Proving the fact that if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Well, so he, he was very passionate, uh, Jim Harbaugh was last night, about the fact they were innocent. His players were innocent. He very It was, it was interesting the way he he said the players are innocent. innocent. Yeah. No one's saying the players were going to other games to steal the signs, right? It was all the coaches and people associated with the team. Even then, I don't see a big deal with the whole sign-stealing situation. If you are buying a ticket to go to a game, you notice other teams' patterns, that's on you for letting everyone see your patterns. But uh, the Michigan Wolverines, credit to them. I was excited for this game because you haven't seen Michigan win in a long time. You haven't seen Washington, their opponent, win in a long time. 91 was the last time they won. Unfortunately for them, they got rolled. Now the question becomes, is Jim Harbaugh going to be back next year? As I said, he's been with Michigan for nine years. There's apparently a huge contract extension on the table that will make him the highest paid coach in college football. But you've got Washington, you've got the Chargers, you've got the Raiders, you've got the Panthers, you've got the Falcons. You've got some really interesting head coaching openings in the NFL, and he was in the NFL before he was in Michigan. So he's got a big decision to make. What a year for the Harbaugh family. His brother is the coach of the Baltimore Ravens who, if you look at their record, are favored to win the Super Bowl this year. There was even a cool moment uh, last night where uh, John Harbaugh was late in arriving uh, to the game. And so at one point, Jim's on the sidelines. He feels this tap on the shoulder. And then John's right there. They had a little hug. They went back to coaching the little game. Little brother hug. Little brother hug. Hmm. Uh, but after the game, you know, Jim was talking about how he now gets to sit at the big boy table at the family because his brothers won a Super Bowl. His dad won a uh, Division Two championship with Western Kentucky back in 2002, way back in 2002. <laughs> so now he's got a championship for himself, and he has a little bit of respect at the Harbaugh table. He's at the National Championship Trophy to coach Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. Pull it down! Pull it down! We did that! We did that! Thanks, Jim. Talking about my drive from the Flint Airport to the border in Port Huron, stretch of the road, Highway 69. Gotta love it. (laughs) Gotta. The deer, though, in that area on the side of the road, uh, my sister said on her drive she counted 16 dead deer on the side of the road. Tim, one of our listeners, joins us. Thanks for waiting, Tim. You, You had a similar experience driving that stretch? Good morning, Taz. Yeah, we just drove that stretch last a week ago today. My wife and I went down to uh, Frankenmuth for the night, and on the way down between Port Huron and, and Flint, we noticed all the dead deer, and I just couldn't believe how many deer I saw. So on the way back uh, a couple of days later, 
we counted between Flint and Port Huron on 69. I stopped counting at over 50 dead deer on the side of the road, and I just was shocked wow. at how many deer there were. That means there's also 50 wrecked cars somewhere in Michigan. <laughs> exactly. Good place I, to be I a was mechanic. Just waiting for that deer to jump out in front of me. Oh, yeah. I was terrified because we, we on the way to the airport we left. Uh, around one in the morning. So we drove at night, and there was a couple times out of the corner of my eye, I saw live deer right by wow, the side yeah. of the road, just yeah. looking I for a snack. Right? Se- I, you know, I was thinking, I was telling my wife, I don't know if it's hunting season down there, and they're scaring the deer out of the woods. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I think it may be uh, deer hunting season this time of year. Yeah. Um, and that's only the deer that you can see on the side of the road. I know a lot of times they run into the woods and then die, end up dying in the woods somewhere. So there's got to be, I, I counted well over 55 dead deer. And I just I just stopped counting. I couldn't count anymore. That's tough, too, because Frankenmuth, Michigan, it's a big Christmas destination. Like, they have a great uh, tourism. Christmas village thing. Christmas. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. if you're driving <laughs> at Christmas time with your kids in the back of the minivan, and they're looking at the side of the road, there's Dasher. <laughs> there's Dancer. There's Prancer and Vixen. Yeah. No, not pretty... Comet and Cupid. <laughs> it's actually pretty sad. It is sad. Hey, listen Did to this. Did you just lay on your horn? The whole... That's what I would do, driving <laughs> home. I would just get <laughs> out of the way. In Canada, they are warning uh, about moose because apparently moose are now approaching vehicles on busy highways. And the Parks Canada Agency is warning drivers not to stop if you see a moose. Instead, drive around it. Because the reason the moose are, are coming near highways is because they're after the salt on your cars. Oh, so wow. If, salt lick. Yeah, the salt lick. So if you slow down, it'll give the moose an opportunity to start licking your wheel wells and getting all that good stuff out of there. <laughs> and then they're going to keep doing it. They'll tell their moose friends. Oh, they get a taste for it, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you think if you think uh, hitting a deer is going to damage your car, try hitting a moose. Oh no, no, a deer is bad enough. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you know, and I saw a lot of smaller deer. Usually, they travel in packs, and and they're not just alone. Oh yeah. I saw you know a small. It looked like baby deer laying okay. beside. Way to make uh, it even more moose. depressing. You know, it's not just yeah. Bambi's mom; it's Bambi as well. Oh no! <laughs> Hopefully, it was just a moped that hit that one. Have you been following along with the big uh, consumer electronics show that is going on right now? Uh, unveiling some of the latest and greatest, the new inventions, Jim. Yes. In the world of technology. And finally, this is something we've been seeing in movies and television for a long time. And I, I, I keep wondering, when are we going to be getting it? Uh, see-through TV okay. has been unveiled. You know, like uh, y- you see the Avengers on the helicarrier, and they've got, you know, Nick Fury's doing a PowerPoint presentation for Hulk and Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Showing them, hey, we need to do this. And a graph will be a translucent. But right, like, yeah, you yeah. can see through it, um, or they'll carry, like, little iPad things, and you can see through yeah. on the backside. Never makes any sense why they need to be see-through. <laughs> I know. Like, I guess, like, when, the, when you're not using it, it doesn't block anything if it's in the middle of the room, but... It's funny you bring that up because LG has introduced at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas a new see-through television. It's called OLED-T. The T stands for transparent. Yeah. So when it's off, you can see right through it. They claim that getting rid of the, the back of the TV makes your room look so much bigger. I mean, I don't know how much bigger because it's not like the old TVs where it would take up... 
like four feet like from the wall. Like those TVs used to be huge. They couldn't be thinner now. But at the same time, there's also a feature that allows you to close in the back of the TV so you can see what's going on a little bit better. Like oh, there's a like it'll the a backdrop. The back of the TV yeah. will come up and close in the TV so you can actually see what's going on. So it doesn't work that great with it. <laughs> It's definitely a novelty. It's cool technology. It's cool that they did it, but sometimes you have to ask why. Yeah, yeah. That won't stop people from buying it because people want to be the first one to have it. I just don't see it catching on. It's like those 3D TVs and the curved TVs. You go, yeah, those what, what's fad, the point? Eh? Flash in the pan. And especially the curved ones. You go, what's Why? It's just a way to sell something to people. I know that I wouldn't want to have a see-through telephone, laptop, or iPad. Oh, you would never find it. <laughs> You'd never find it, and if somebody can see what you're looking oh, at all the time, <laughs> <laughs> it's backwards the other side of the- Jim, your phone is see-through. Be careful. <laughs> Our sports guy Devin Peacock is here. Dev, explain this to me. How is William Nylander's contract extension the biggest signing in Toronto Maple Leaf history? So the current biggest contract in Leaf history is John Tavares in terms of total value. Tavares, when he signed with Toronto, was seven years and $77 million. Uh, Nylander just signed for eight years and $92 million. Austin Matthews has the largest single season average, but he doesn't sign for the full seven or eight years. He Mm. goes for the shorter contracts to maximize the total amount he can make. So Matthews has the highest you know, average. He's making the most per year. But Nylander has the largest contract now. Mm. Eight years, $92 million. Worth it? Worth it. He's, he's worth it. You, you look at what uh, guys making $11 million, uh, this year in the NHL are doing. They're all doing what Nylander's doing. They're, Nylander's got 54 points in 37 games. He's leading the team in scoring. He's on par to go over 100 points this season. He is just having a monster season. He has been playing like contract signing time was coming up. Yes. <laughs> Good for him. It's he's a great gotta, motivator. But he's also p- performed well in the playoffs, which like Marner or, or sorry, Matthews hasn't. And Marner's also struggled. Yeah, true, like, so, yeah. so Nylander last year had a 40-goal season. First time he, he did that. So he did this last year. He's now built on it. And you, part of you wonders, okay, now that you've got the contract, are you going to pull back a little bit? I don't think so. I mean, he seems to be really enjoying his place with the Leafs right now. And I look at him as a guy, if the Leafs are going to you know, do something in the playoffs, A, they need to figure out what exactly is going to happen in goaltending uh, with their goaltending and their defense. But offensively, Nylander seems like a guy right now that you feel very, very confident about. Jim mentioned Marner. Isn't he the next guy who is has his contract coming up? He's so what's this mean for him? So so the, the Leafs contract situation is interesting uh, because you've got Matthews with his new deal starting next year, Nylander with his new deal starting next year, plus the final years of Tavares and Marner. So Tavares at $11 million, Marner at $10.9. You've got four guys making at least 10 $10.9 million or more next season. The good news for the Leafs is finally the NHL salary cap is going up, and you have a lot of guys on the current roster who are on one-year deals. John Klingberg, who's currently out for the season, making $4 million, he's gone. Samsonov making three and a half. He's not coming back next season. You can take Nylander's contract. He's making six point nine six. 
you, you know, almost the entire cap jump can go from him uh, in that one point. So, but does that leave any room for? And we've been talking about this for years. It seems like we've almost been talking about this for a decade. Does that leave room to get some good goaltending? Well, I mean, you have to get interesting for a year because once uh, Tavares comes off the books, uh, he's not going to be making $11 million on his next contract. I think he'll be back with Toronto, but not at $11 million. You'd be looking for him to give uh, the old uh, discount uh, to the Leafs, hometown discount to stay as captain as the, as the Leafs. I think they can make it work. Bertuzzi is on a one-year contract. Maybe he comes back, but there's a, there's a surprising amount of cap space for a team that has dedicated so much much of its cap to four guys. Nylander's got so much cash now he can afford afford to have his own car on the subway when he rides the TV, <laughs> TTC you know, to work every day. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, that's that's Willie's car. <laughs> You're not allowed in there. The new year is here, Jim. It is. You know, we didn't see each other for a couple weeks. Did you miss me? Yes. <laughs> I didn't think of you once. <laughs> yeah, I don't think of you at all. Uh, no, I, I, I did miss you. I, I miss work. I miss this job. I do uh, like our job, and it's nice to come Tons back of fun, and, yeah. and uh, you know talk to our uh, listeners, who I miss as well. How was the Kelly Christmas? It was good. We rented the Ice and Mitchell on Christmas Eve for an hour. I am, I've said it before, but I am officially this year the worst hockey player in the family. <laughs> like, it was bad. It because all like, I mean, there's a couple kids that are you know eight and five. Maybe I'm still maybe I'm still better than them. But like my nieces, if and there nephews, was hitting, I'm sure you could. Uh... Even still, <laughs> probably get hip checked by the eight year old to go flying. Yeah. Anyway, it was fun. It was a blast. It's a good little Kelly tradition. We did um, the same, and I was terrible out there. I and gassed. Yeah, yeah. I need the 2024. I need to start taking care of myself. Because Is this a resolution? I don't even want to call it a resolution because they're easy to quit. They're meant to be broken. Yeah. But I just need to start getting the heart rate up a little more <laughs> often cuz I I you know I'm a I'm a sweater. I was dripping when I took the helmet off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it was like a, the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, yeah. It just poured out. That's hilarious. <laughs> Do you have a stationary bike at home? No, but I have a rowing machine. Sweet. That's great. That is great. I love a stationary bike because you can just put like an iPad on, usually on the front of it or something or, or yeah. just pick it up and put it in front of your TV. And or like, get a Peloton. Sure. But they're expensive, you know, but you can put like you can kill a half an hour on a treadmill or a, um, a bike and it feels like nothing. What did you get for Christmas? What was the big gift? From the wife? I got a very fancy. Because you guys set a limit, right? Yeah, what 200 was bucks. $200 limit. She got me a very fancy bathrobe. <laughs> monogrammed? Now I'm a guy not monogrammed. Now I'm a not a fancy fella. I don't treat myself or like le- buy nice clothes or buy comfortable things. But every time we go to a hotel, within five minutes, I'm in that bathrobe. It's kind of a joke, but also like I like living in luxury for like yeah. a brief moment. So the first thing I do at a hotel is like a running joke is I get in that bathrobe ASAP. So she drove to like Alora Mill and got the Alora Mill bathrobe. It was oh, a really you two nice had one. a romantic getaway there not long yeah, ago. Yeah, and I put on that robe and I was like, "This is the most comfortable bathrobe." Now this is living, you know. I remember saying stuff like that. So she remembered and she got me this. I wore Pretty it seven days too. straight. I, honestly, I haven't washed it yet. I wore it every single day after Christmas. And what did you get her? 
Oh boy. Oh, I got our Bauer hockey skates. There's these lady skates that are like white and furry, and she asked them asked me for them. She can't oh, skate nice. yet. So I bought her the skates. Now I'm gonna have to teach her how to skate, which is really the blind leading the blind. <laughs> And in a year, she'll be better than you. Well, no, this is if I'm teaching her, she'll be really fast, but won't be able to stop. <laughs> Good luck, Sarah. I got socks and underwear. Fantastic. I love the oh, can't beat Look it. at these things. Not a hole in any of the toes. Oh, dude. And you're wearing Brand them high socks. and proud, too. <laughs> Pulled right up to the knees.